The Fujicast is an independent loading zone production. Friday, 17th of April. The Fujicast. Fujicast Daily. Um, last one of the week, and it's the, the, the weekend. Um, I was going to say, it's been a busy week, Kev, but um, I, well, it actually has in front of your machine because several things have happened to your week, haven't they? I mean, the Ministry of Shadows has, has grown wings. Yeah, it's been good, actually. I've yeah. had quite a few submissions, and uh, stats-wise, yeah. it's been great. It's had, like, about 5,000 hits the last couple of days. Some submissions good. now. That That's very good. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of... Can you give us a clue what kind of photo stories are coming up? Black and white ones. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, welcome to the Fujicast Daily, a show about photography, a show which does include Fujifilm stuff and questions uh, about Fuji, yes, but also during this uh, time of lockdown in most parts of the world. It's the stay-at-home show where we get to spend time together talking about pictures and hearing what and where you're shooting, uh, which has nothing to do with brand and has everything to do with you loving pictures. Friday, which means it's the Friday show Bar Nuts Quiz. Uh, we'll also have um, the last one of the week in, with regard to Kev's um, Kev's photo challenge. They've been so well received this week. Have you seen the you seen the hundreds of, uh, of you know if you look at across a, looking at a, a, across a week, there's been like hundreds of entries into that. Absolutely incredible, absolutely incredible. I was thinking about this, you know, that I, I was I'm really surprised how many people have done this. And bless her, Emily Renier, she did that lovely photo film. Oh yes, uh, yeah, absolutely amazing. And I was thinking somehow, some some way, somehow, someday, we'll <laughs> we sh- meet again. <laughs> we shall. Um, we should do something with all this stuff. We I don't should, know whether we yeah. we just make a, a gallery online, or maybe we'll get a photo book printed and yeah. uh, not for profit, but you know, maybe to help the NHS or something. I don't know, whatever. But but I, I, it'd be sad to see them just languish in the the annals of a Facebook page. The, the annals, not the annals. <laughs> oh, is it annals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be careful what you wish for. Don't be rude. Um, talking you say of- tomato, I say tomato. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but in that case, it's a very different thing. Um, uh, talking to the NHS, the money that Captain Tom has now... Um, I mean, the last time we talked about it, I think you said to me, he's, he's made a, a million, and I was stunned. But now yeah. he's at 12. 12 13, million. 13. 13 million. Just up. I saw it just now, My 13 million. Word. He'll be making more money for the NHS than they get from the government. <laughs> yes, he will be. I think I, I mentioned this actually um, that I think he'd be the the perfect next presenter for children in need. Um, people just want to throw. I know it's a slightly different circumstance, but people love throwing money at Captain Tom. It's become something you do. He definitely needs to be knighted, definitely, he, oh. Sir Captain Tom. Yeah, I tell you what. If you, yeah, I mean, he'll be getting his card from the Queen this year, of course, won't he? Anyway, because he's turning a hundred next, uh, next week at the end of the month. But he, yeah, he should definitely send, send him an OBE or whatever, CBE or whatever you send it out in the post with the with the the envelope. Knighthood, yeah. Yes. Knight, send him a, a big silver sword so he can scabber him himself. <laughs> I'm not sure whether any of these words that are coming out of your mouth are the ones that are the, the appropriate ones. Um, but I will tell you something about Captain Tom. Um, mm-hmm. I interviewed a chap um, today earlier that will go out over the weekend, which is about um, being a an accredited football photographer. He started off by photographing Biggles Wade, which is a non-league side, and he didn't have to have accreditation for that. And you know all about accreditation because you have mm-hmm. it for your rugby work. But he didn't have to have it for the lower league clubs. They can kind of make their own mind up and who they want. And so he cut his teeth for a year photographing a non-league side. And now you know, he's photographing Man City, Arsenal, 
England matches, European matches, obviously not anything at the moment, but but um, he's risen and risen and risen and um, amazing, mm. amazing rise. But the the thing, the reason I'm mentioning it, the reason why that's connected with Captain Tom is he said, my wife uh, went and did a news report last week, this chap called Captain Tom. And uh, she did the original news, news piece that uh, then elevated the whole thing. She was the reporter. Wow. Uh, I know. <laughs> six, six degrees of separation. I know it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That anyway. means I can say I know Captain Tom. <laughs> I sp- yeah, I suppose we can, can't we? Yeah. And there we go, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. It works, doesn't it? <laughs> right, should we go, go over these questions? Miles Harrison. Hi, Kev. Hi, Neil. Enjoying the dailies. After we all go back out to play again, I hope you may consider carrying on. as appetite, considering the conversation we had earlier on privately, Kev. Uh, any, anyways, during lockdown, I've been working on putting together a YouTube channel on nature and wildlife photography, which I do as a hobby at weekends. I'm confused, though, about the tags. Uh, There are a few films that have completely different thoughts on it. So, Kevin, with your SEO hat firmly on, I wonder what you would suggest for me. Should I go long-tail question form like how to photograph wildlife at night or or simply night wildlife photography? Keep up the good work. Are those? You know what I mean by the tag bits in YouTube? Well, of course you do. You have well, he's on about the tag. title there, surely. No, no, he's title. talking about the tags, because you can put tags in, can't you? Yeah, well, tags. the tags in YouTube are pretty much ignored these days because people overuse them, just oh. like the old meta tags in, in SEO. Oh, is that right? Um, it's still worth putting some stuff in there, but, yeah, I wouldn't... I, I, I've never used question stuff in the tags. The question is better in the title. Yeah. So think about... Think about what somebody's likely to search. And the best way to do that is to open up YouTube in a private browsing window um, so you're not logged in. And then just start typing, uh, you know, like night photography or whatever, and see what YouTube recommends to you. And you'll see what other people are searching for. So the first things that come up, really, are the most popular searches. Of course they are, aren't they? Correct. But make sure you're logged out in private and all that kind of stuff. Otherwise, it will be skewed by, Ah. in my case, what Albion searches for, which is mostly Minecraft. There we go, Miles. Um, Ozark... um, Ozark... (laughs) I'm so looking forward to you being opposite the desk. Uh, in here because you i would this is one i would have passed you here we are kev have that one ozar gosh ozar Garshamich. yes hello kevin hello neil greetings from locked down athens i've been shooting professionally only for three years swapped to fuji cameras six months ago which is where i got introduced to your podcast i'm trying to build my business portrait uh, business my business portrait business uh, and when we come out of our lockdown plan for that to expand into other areas too like family I have a 56mm 1.2 on an X-T3, and I'm uh, happy with the results, but keep hearing how good the X-T4 is going to be. I get tempted by the latest equipment as soon as it gets released. Question for you both. How do you avoid constantly upgrading your gear? <laughs> we don't, I think, is the answer. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all guilty of it, aren't we? Yeah. Gas, we've all got a little bit of gas. A little bit of gas. Um, yeah, we'd all love to be in the in the situation where we could just go, yeah, new camera, buy it, buy it, mm, buy it. Mm. Um, but, you know, there is some merit in the, in the, uh, the you know, the, the, the fact is a new camera doesn't make the previous one worse. And it doesn't mean that if you're you know, getting the pictures you want with the previous one, you're going to get better pictures with the next one. I mean, look at Jane Bowne, for heaven's sake. She had her Rolleiflex in, mm. I think she got it in 1947 and had it for 60 years. And so, you well, know, she it, did eventually move to 35 mil, but, but she still used that Rolleiflex all the way through, you there, know. And there's a distinct difference, though, isn't there, from the, from the film days. If you had a film camera shooting 35 mil film, then mm. generally they all did the same thing. 
Nobody came along and said, ah, but this one has an ISO that goes up to 12,800 or this one goes up to 25,000. None of that existed, did it? But most of the yeah. time, that's what, yeah, that's what the digital thing's all about, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. I mean, just, you know what? Look, if you're if the camera you're using now is getting you the things you're happy with, mm. if, you, if you can honestly look at your pictures and think, I like that, then you don't need to upgrade. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, if it's a competitive thing, so, for example, in weddings, if everybody else is using cameras that can shoot in the dark, then you yeah. need to shoot in the dark as well. Uh, so, you know, from a competitive point of view, then then that kind of makes sense. You know, if you're a landscape photographer, a professional landscape photographer mm. or a professional interiors photographer, you might want the latest, sharpest, wide-angle lens to, to compete. But really, if you're you know if you're doing kind of hobbyist stuff and you're happy with what you've got stick with it you know don't don't worry too much about it um if you if money's no object buy the lot <laughs> have it and send some to me and neil <laughs> but uh, i suppose like hdr stacking that we were talking about yesterday um that's in the xt4 isn't it so there's mm -hmm. a reason oh mind you that's in the xt3 as well isn't it or i not? think so uh mm. i think the xt4 can blend it though i think i i, I don't know for sure because i haven't had the xt4 but I'm, uh yeah i mean yeah, yeah of course you're going to get newer features and yeah. you know newer cameras are going to be better than previous ones that's a fact and don't let those grumpy old spots that you hear you know you'll <laughs> you'll always see them on forums and stuff like that i've been using my camera since i had my uh, canon one mark one mark one a oh you don't need a new camera you know look i've been doing this and then you look at their pictures and they're rubbish <laughs> and you think you should get a new camera mate don't don't listen to those grumpy old gits you do what you want you're not being grumpy at all there as well are you <laughs> being factual <laughs> We all know who we're on about. There's loads of them out there. Ah, They're just jealous that you can afford a new camera. I put a new uh, film up on YouTube myself um, earlier uh, yesterday, and um, the first comment, which I deleted, just said, idiot. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh. I thought, there's not even any context to that. At least give me something to write back with. <laughs> Uh, you, you know, I, I, I actually, uh, I, I kind of enjoy those kind of comments now. Uh, just, do you do you do a little bit of fencing? Do you get involved with them? Uh, occasionally, something like that. I might have replied to that uh, with something like, "Dear such and such, yes. had you started had you started this comment with dear, I dear. am, oh, right, then okay. I would have replied more neutrally." Oh, very, very good, Kev. Um, I, I do try to write back to when I get um, horrible stuff, I do tend to write back with kindness because I always think kill it with kindness in some respects because they're kind of like, oh, I'm not quite sure what to do with this. This person's being kind. I can't cope with this. Why can't he just be miserable and be really hurt? Yeah. But, um, in most cases just block you know if you hide on youtube youtube's great because you can hide them yeah and and they they don't know you've hidden them so they just see their comments and then you can just see them sat there yeah. you know in their mum's bedroom with their pizzas and massive beer bellies drinking coke and <laughs> with their smelly socks on going when's people going to reply when's people going to reply yeah. when's people going to reply and um and then nobody does because you've hidden them that's oh, great dear. uh jamie boxer hello chaps let me just say yada 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 you know it means i love listening to the show but it'll save you missing that part of the sentence out I heard Gary Tyson talking about... Oh, we've had a couple of things about Gary, actually. Gary Tyson talking about his diving and the fact that he's dabbling in underwater photography. Gary was a guest on the show earlier during the week. Um, any chance you could get uh, someone on who does that? Is it something I fancy trying? I'm a fair-weather diver. I hold a paddy certificate, which I gained on a holiday to the Canaries and subsequent trips to Italy. I'm not wanting to do anything in open water. I'm hoping to start up underwater portraiture and swimming pools. Whoa, that's a good left turn of the traffic lights there. Eh? That would be yeah. a lot of fun, Kev, wouldn't it? Do yeah, you think? Yeah, it would, yeah. Yeah. 
I used to, I, I quite like, I, I'm not a diver, I don't have a paddy or anything like mm. that, but I like to go you with You do my... have pad- paddies quite regularly, apparently, according to Gemma. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I do, yeah. I'm, I'm very good at having a paddy. I, <laughs> yeah. I've just never been awarded a paddy. No. <laughs> I, um, um, I like my GoPro, stick my yeah. GoPro yeah. on the, um, in the sea in Spain, and down you go. It's great. I, I did um, I did my Naui certificate, which I think is more re- is more recognised in America or places like um, Dom Republic and stuff like that. Then uh, I, I learned it in Europe, but apparently it was the wrong one to learn. They saw me coming from a mile off. But anyway, it was it was good experience. But um, I, I I've always had a problem with uh, what's underneath the water in the sea. So it probably wasn't wasn't the finest hobby for me to take up for a mm-hmm. for a year or two and i just remember going uh, going on a dive and um i was with a very kind italian chap who i think took great pity on me and uh, he could see that i'd run out of oxygen within a very short amount of time <laughs> i thought i saw a barracuda and that was it all my oxygen was gone and he was buddy breathing with me you couldn't do that these days could you whoa Oof. We're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> well, that's all I could think. I was thinking. Oh, oh, do, do, do. Yeah. Anyway, um, he does have a question. Uh, food for thought. One of one of Neil's. Just one more things before I go. I'm intrigued as you've been so honest with us over the last month. Whether either of you have thought about throwing in the towel as the weddings went and the mention of recession and possible further lockdowns. Did you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but that but was still, in the- I, I, yeah, in absolute all seriousness. Very, very early days, though, wasn't it? I think you've changed now a bit, haven't you? Well, I, I, I've relaxed a little bit, of course, but but I, you know, I'm still keeping one eye on the thing because yeah. you know they're talking now in the UK of doing social distancing for potentially 18 months, yeah. and that's going to have a huge impact on weddings and <sighs> you know and sport, football games, rugby game. You know, if that's the case, then it's oh. going to have a massive impact. Well, I can't see the economy in all those ways just stopping because that would be everything, Kev. That be restaurants yeah um you know well i mean you know social distancing you yeah. can so easyjet today have said that all flights from now on they're not going to sell the middle seat restaurants you could have two people per table yeah. rather than yeah. four yeah. you know you yeah. you can there's ways of well, ultimately you, you know say the same same for weddings then kev couldn't you you know yeah, just but, don't you know, get so close to each other socially distant. you know pubs they'll have to learn to do it in pubs for example yeah i mean it's it's it will be tricky if this is what happens of course you know we have to listen to the science ultimately yeah um and you know who knows it might all just go away tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> somewhere over there i'm an optimist though did you see the work going in wales this is your, your the land of your fathers leading the way with a plasma treatment kev uh did you read that it's on the bbc site uh blood and the, apparently the, the the hospital um i think it's in cardiff isn't it it's a university hospital uh, are absolute world leaders in this and they're in wales blood is extracted from people who've recovered from covid19 and the plasma is given to patients. And it's hoped that the antibodies in the plasma of the blood could help others struggling to fight the infection. They've used it, uh, I think, reasonably successfully with uh, things like treating Ebola. So, you know. Yeah, I know, I know University Cardiff Wales Hospital, or yeah. University Wales Hospital in Cardiff, yeah, is, one, is yeah. a, a world kind of specialist blood yeah. hospital. So, yeah. yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd, I'd be very proud of that if... Um, if I was you, Kev. Um, should we do the quiz first, or should we do the... Yeah. So let's do the quiz. Uh, there's no theme tune for this. There's just five questions. Uh, and on Monday, we'll have the answers for these. I think you'll know some of these, Kev. You don't have to answer. Um, but uh, here we go. Number one. Um, these are quotes. So you just need to store these up and come back with the quotes on Monday for me, OK? With, with who made the quote, rather. Photography, for me, is not looking. It's feeling. If you can't feel what you're looking for, then you're never going to get others to feel anything when they look at your pictures. 
that's Don McCullen. Do you think so? I'm not going to answer yeah. yes or no, by the way. I'm just going to... It better be him, because I've had that quote on the front page of all my workshops for about 10 years, and I've quoted it as him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if it's not, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> Taking pictures, I like this. I don't think you're going to get it, because it's a bit obscure, but I have seen this one before. Taking pictures is like tiptoeing in the kitchen late at night and stealing Oreo cookies. <laughs> 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 um, I really think that's that's a that's a tricky one. It's a female photographer. No, <laughs> that narrows it down. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I don't know, but you said Oreo cookies, so I'm going to go American. Mm, oh, good. The, the way you said cookies, detect- Oreo. Yes, cookies. detective work. I like it. Yeah, female. Yeah, it won't be the ones we had last week. No, it won't be. So. It's going to be somebody who's relatively famous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. These are all famous people. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go obscure on you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pluck out of the dark and say. Um, pluck Arbus, away. Diane Arbus. You're gonna <laughs> no say Diane Arbus. Arbus. Um, Based entirely on the fact she said cookies, and so she must be American and a woman. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And I'm, I can't think of many others. <laughs> Very dry wit, this chap. To me, photography is an art of observation. It's about finding something interesting in an ordinary place. I found it has little to do with the things you see and everything to do with the way you see them. And he would say it very, he'd be very methodical in his approach. He'd say it slowly. I'm fairly sure that's Elliot Erwitt. Yeah? I'm fairly sure. Okay. Um, or maybe Martin Parr. Uh, I need somebody to cough now at the right time, like on the quiz <laughs> program. Oh, no, not these days. You don't. <laughs> Have you seen that? It's really good. Um, that that was where Major Thingy Bob, uh, what's his name? Major something or other, yeah, Charles yeah. Ingram. Yeah, Charles Cheaty Cheat Cheat. Yeah. yeah, although did he? I don't know if he did. Anyway, um, I'm going to go with... You're going to go with Elliot Irwin. Uh, yeah. I don't know I want to go with Martin Power or Elliot Irwin. I'm going to go with Elliot Irwin. Okay. Elliot Irwin. Um, next one. There are always two people in every picture, the photographer and the viewer. Now, I'm going to give you a clue here. Um, You've been doing an awful lot of this work um, during the week in in establishing yourself a ministry of shadows. So there's a lovely clue for you. Mm, Okay. Well, in that case, just because it's the the god of black and white, I'll go Ansel Adams. But again, I'm only basing that on the hint you gave me. Okay. Uh, I love... uh, (laughs) This is great. Okay. I love the people I photograph. I mean, they're my friends. I've never met most of them, or I don't know them at all. Yet through my images, I live with them. Now, I think, I think I heard this. Uh, I heard something similar um, on that documentary I watched last week yeah. with um, Bailey, David Bailey, I yeah. think. Uh, you think so Bailey, I, I'm going to go with him. You're going to go with David Bailey. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, because for no other reason, I, I just, I've got to throw one in bonus for no other reason that you could not leave this photographer out. Your first 10,000 photographs are your worst. Um, I always thought Ansel Adams said that. Nope. Ooh. No. Um, Think of another granddaddy of photography. Very influential photographer, particularly for somebody like you. Well, then in that case, again, only because of the guesses, you the the the, the, the um, what's the word? <laughs> clues. The, the clues. <laughs> the clues. The clues. Oh, the clues is is who's that? Um, oh, <laughs> Keith Lemon. Let's have the clues is. Jesus is. Um, I'm going to go Cartier-Bresson. Cartier-Bresson you're going for. Right, I'm going to store that over there in the 
let Kev know on Monday, pal. I can't wait till Monday. And let's see how you've done. The Daily Show Photo Challenge. Here we go. Right, photo challenge. We've had some corkers in this week. There was, uh, do you know the one that you said about love? Well, of course you do, because you set it. There was one particular image in there. It uh, just completely flattened me. It was so emotional. It was uh, a picture of um, a member of the photographer's family um, with with um, with the father as as he was passing away. It was. I mean, just for me, it was like, oh my word! I was the the image was just incredible. So you really have thought about these. I know some of them haven't been taken on the actual day, which which I know you like, Kev, but uh, some of them have been been superb. But what do we have today? So today, because the apparently there's some kind of meteor shower going on right now oh um, in the northern hemisphere. Are we so safe? In, the, in the southern hemisphere, it might have a little bit of a challenge. Um, pull, however, down the, well, pull down the what, shutters. What, pull down the shutters. There's a meteor coming. Kev says. What, <laughs> what I want to see is your uh, the skyline at night oh. from your house. Oh. Could be a front from the front, from the back, from your Velux window in the roof. Whatever, but uh, let's see what you see at night time. So you could be creative and do some silhouettes. Could just be a chimney stack silhouette, yeah. or it could be you could get very creative and get these. Um, you know what's what's it called the the um, the stars, um, the Milky Way, and all that kind of stuff. Constellations, constellations, yeah, yeah. Um, whatever. But yes, yeah, so now we're looking for sky at night. Sky at night from your lockdown palace. Yes, if you have a Velux, you are very posh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, well, good luck with that one. I suppose it, it depends a little bit about, about um, although you could use the light pollution in some respects for uh, artistic uh, merit, couldn't you? Yeah, no, I just realised actually by saying this, people mm. won't be able to take them at night, which mm. means they'll be popping them in the day after. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Well, uh, yeah, it's it's on this mm. date, but you've got the weekend because it's a Friday one, so you've got the weekend. Ah, yes, I did think about that in advance. Of yeah. course I did. <laughs> Obviously you did. Right, one more question, then that's it for the day. Uh, hi, Neil and Kev. Love the show. Thank you guys for keeping me motivated with your daily podcasts. Um, here's a comment. With all due respect to... Oh, never say due respect. Did you see Dragon's Den, by the way? With uh, Do you watch Dragon's Den? Not really. De- Deborah Meaden, she's a fiery character. Deborah Meaden and Sa- um, Sarah Davis. And Sarah Davis is a fairly new dragon um, on the um, on the panel. And um, she'd said to uh, to Deborah Meaden, who is a fiery character, multi, multi, multi-millionaire, very successful businesswoman, she said, with all due respect, Deborah, and Deborah said, don't you in all due respect me, because that usually means that what comes next out of your mouth has little or nothing to do with respect at all. Yeah, so, I absolutely agree. And Sarah sat back in her seat and was like... Mm. Um, anyway, with all due respect to Gary Tyson, who's this from? Oh, Joseph Abad. Okay. Um, I love food from the Philippines. Oh, Gary Tyson was talking about food. Maybe I'm partial because I'm a Filipino American, but if you fuse Spanish food and Asian food together, you can't go wrong. And Gary, I agree. Yeah. In Gary's defense, they do love their McDonald's, though. But who's to judge? Neil, you love a proper McDonald's, too. I so do. Oh, Big Mac. Bring me a Big Did- Mac. Did you see the picture of my vegan burger I made last night? Oh, that was amazing, by the way. That looked really good. It looked almost nice enough to eat. It was absolutely lovely. Did everybody have the vegan burger last night? Yeah, well, yes. Well, oh, they were good. all given it. Yeah. All oh, right. <laughs> just say, they all had it on their plate. Did they all eat it? 
Uh, Albi didn't. Albi Albi was a little bit concerned, so he it? um he dismissed it and then had crackers and cheese instead. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, but everybody else had it. Yeah, it was great. It was good. Pop nice it in that a, was. Pop it in a jiffy bag. Send it to me. I'll eat it. I got some of the mixture left. I could do that. <laughs> be a bit mushy. I'll, it, I'll, I'll knead it into a patty for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the, uh, he's got a two-part question. The current state of affairs may see photographers retool their game plans to future-proof their businesses, to taking up different styles of photography, to perhaps producing new types of content media to promote themselves. Assuming an aspiring photographer would like to stockpile on knowledge before wholeheartedly committing to photography full-time, A, what skills do you both predict will soon become necessary? Auxiliary skills for running a new photography business, like audio, video, web design, graphic design, SEO. We'll take that one first. What skills do you think, Kev? Video. Mm. I think video, totally yeah. Right. I mean, it, it, it's got to be, hasn't it? I, ultimately, it's the natural progression. Um, stills are stills. People will always want photographers. But, you know, the more we have people offering photography and video for the same rate as photography only, yeah. you're going to get people doing it. You're going to get people moving that way, yeah. And there's been a, a real move as well towards people being able to to um, use Instagram stories, um, mm-hmm. Facebook stories, and if you can produce those for companies, small business. It doesn't have to be I – mean, I think people seem to think commercial has to be great big large blue chips, but there are so many companies around, um, uh, local lawyers, solicitors, um, accountants, mm-hmm. all those kind of businesses. They all want to uh, – they all use – uh, imagery and um you know being able to do some video work i totally agree with you what about seo though and graphic design and stuff like that as part, mm, as part? i wouldn't say that's a, a parallel talent mm, okay. parallel skill i should say i think leave that up to the people who are in those industries uh, i mean of course if you can do it do it but i don't think you know uh, yeah, I mean, doesn't doesn't go hand in hand, does it? Yeah, that's true. Actually, I think we've answered the second part of the question. Do you find these skills learn best in any particular order? Uh, well, I think video and audio. Uh, yeah. Web is good, obviously, isn't it? Because you're going to need that to push your push your business forward. And that has something to do with SEO at the same time. I suppose they're all interlinked. Anyway, Joseph Abad from West Hartford in Connecticut. Yes, he says, most commonly spoken with a silent second C. Sorry, Kev. Huh? <laughs> Connect- Connecticut. No, Connecticut. Because yeah, you I said silent second C. Connecticut. 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 No, there's three C's in Connecticut. Connecticut. What does Connecticut? Connecticut. What does Connecticut, Connecticut start with? What letter? C. Yeah. So the second one would be connect a cut. Yeah. So there's yeah. there's three C's, but the the second one is a silent C. So say it without the second one then. Connecticut. You, you said C. Connecticut. Connecticut. No, Connecticut. <laughs> oh, well, silent. See, this is why silent letters are totally pointless. What's the point in silent letters? Stupid. If you've got a silent letter in your name, unsubscribe and stop listening. I'm not interested. He doesn't mean that at all. You stay exactly where you are. He's just a grumpy old. He's just a grumpy old man. All right, that's it for for this week. Over the weekend, um, there's a, an interview tomorrow about um, becoming a football photographer. If you're not not into football, it's still interesting to listen to because this is the chap whose wife um, was uh, with uh, with Captain Tom. Where do you think Captain Tom will be by Sunday? What, what do we think? What do we think by Sunday? What do you think Captain Tom will have made for the NHS by Sunday? Twenty mil. You don't think? Tw- is that possible? Yeah. Do you think twenty mil? Well, it's got, it went up by. Tw- uh, 8 million yesterday yeah 20 million yeah Sorry, I really man. hope it goes to proper use though I hope it doesn't you I know it's not some fat cat at the top of this no. charity that takes a million bonus and no stuff like no that. no I can't see that that would happen they'd never let it happen not not in this environment surely not in these times not in these enlightened times where we need to help the NHS surely mm. 
Well, uh, really, it should be the government helping the NHS. Well, this should be going directly to the people, <laughs> to the to the workers. Don't start. That's get, my turn. You know, I'm going. Don't start getting political. Don't be a cutie pie. Absolutely, <laughs> you'll be you'll be in trouble. Right. Have a nice evening, Kev. Bye bye. The Fuji Cast is an independent loading zone production. Email the show with your questions and words of wisdom to click at fujicast.co.uk. Email any complaints and political nonsense to our wives, who will deal with your comments in their own good time and in their own good way.